Welcome to 15 Minutes to Wellness by the American Council on Exercise. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, the ACE Senior Fitness Consultant for Behavioral Sciences and your host for this series. My goal today and for every podcast in our series is to discuss some small steps you can take to help you better your life and find happiness through optimal health. In each of these podcasts, I'll be interviewing a leading health and fitness expert, someone who's making a difference and who can make a difference in your life. I also want to welcome the hundreds of thousands of folks searching for positive ways to make fitness and nutrition a part of their daily, hectic, busy, tight, and budgeted lives. I'd like to welcome my hero in the fitness technology, health club, consumer wellness trend area, Brian O'Rourke. Now, before some of you jump and think I'm talking to the king or lord that reigned in 1566 in Ireland, this is the modern-day Brian O'Rourke. Brian is a leader in the fitness world. He has disruptive opinions fresh thinking, according to Chuck Runyon, who's the CEO of Anytime Fitness. Brian, it's a pleasure to have you with us today to talk about fitness, technology, the health club industry, the wellness revolution. Thanks so much for jumping on the phone and sharing your uh, brilliant thinking with all of us. Michael, you're so kind. I love your colorful uh, entrance there. And you know, I follow your content as well. So you're one of my heroes, too, so I appreciate uh, those kind words coming from you. Well, thank you. Brian, you sit at the top of the Fitness Technology Council and are clearly the thought leader on fitness technology. You uh, play a key leading role as a strategic officer and partner with Fitmark, where you touch the lives of uh, more than 5,000 instructors, 800 facilities. You lead Integris, Flywheel, companies that are behind the scenes in many, in many ways, but that are completely directing and navigating a radical change throughout the fitness world. Brian, let me just say one other thing about you for our guests. You're quoted in the Wall Street Journal. You're quoted all around the world on how technology is going to create a new era of opportunity in health. I want to talk about that to begin with. We are not just entering the new era, we're in it. Isn't that true? I think so. I, I think like a lot of um, sea changes that occurred throughout history, whether you look at how books ultimately became published through the printing press and how that revolutionized education and or looking at how automobiles or how radio or the Internet has uh, revolutionized society, uh, we're, we're there through the convergence of some key megatrends that are really bringing us to where we are today, which is, I call it the present day future. It's, we are in the new era of wellness now. And so we have the fitness pros, and then we have everyday Janes and Joes. How does this new wellness revolution affect us all? How does it affect parents and kids who are fighting obesity, who are preventing diseases? Talk about that a little bit. Well, you know uh, better than anyone the, the, the fundamental tenets of primary prevention and the fact that, you know, it's not about elite athletes and training. It's really about 
uh, everyday people improving their health and life quality. And also, as you're well aware, we're not just talking about fitness in the physical sense. We're also talking about mental health. We're talking about a whole cadre of different contributors or, or components of, of wellness. But I think what, what is happening is because of digital, because of technology, the ability to service and interact with people around physical activity in new ways that don't require bricks and mortar all the time and in new trends like gamification, the Internet of Things, connectivity, artificial intelligence, all these real-world technologies are being combined in new ways to make health and wellness a major part of people's awareness of life quality. And this dynamic, along with financial realities behind the medical or sick care system and the cost of what that is, I think is really creating this new era that we're in. And I think we're going to see a huge expansion of products and services for a wide range of different consumers. So one of the things that you help people navigate through in this radical change is uh, the issue of mobile health. There's a mobility revolution going on. Bricks and mortar are quickly becoming a thing of the past unless they are savvy enough to follow your advice and to reinvent themselves. So what can we expect in the year or so to come, years to come, in terms of my favorite health club? What's going to happen to it? Well, I think it's going to change. I think you'll always have health clubs and traditional gyms. I think they'll be there. I think it's very much um, analogous to entertainment. So movie theaters, uh, they still exist, although an increasing amount of content is consumed via the Internet on TV screens and mobile devices. So I think you're going to see similar kinds of shifts in the way content and engagement will be provided by brands that are club-based bricks and mortar based, but their reach will extend outside of their four walls. And when you look at retail or other types of industries, you're seeing the what they call the connected consumer that is consuming via omni-channel, which means it's how they want it when they want it. So I think successful brands that are in the club business or the gym business will deliver experience in the four walls, deliver services in the four walls, but those things will extend to the consumer wherever and whenever they are. Just like Nordstrom's is a high-end retailer, they also have a wonderful website and they do different things. So you can deal with that brand and retail any way you want. So I think you're going to see that hybrid emerge. I also think, Michael, you're going to see a new world of competition, some of it pure digital, uh, and you can see these concepts that exist now, where people will be able to get coaching, nutritional advice, workout advice through the wearable revolution, the Internet of Things, have real outcome management for things like weight, their blood pressure, all these biomarkers that enable people to really measure outcome and their state of wellness. And the thing about those uh, trends I'm mentioning is how the cost through cloud computing, wearable technology, all these other things has come so far down it will continue to get even cheaper, you know, there, there are now technologies that Texas Instruments has and others that just through light emission on a wrist, blood glucose, oxidation levels in the blood, all these different things can be tracked 24-7. So it's really a fascinating world. So I see the, the fitness piece 
being there, but I see this whole other realm of possibilities that are here today growing the marketplace significantly. You know, as a comparison, when one looks at MP3 as a format for music, a lot of people in the record industry were bemoaning how that technology disrupted their industry. But the facts are, in the first decade of the 21st century, from 2000 to 2010, the amount of albums purchased and the amount of live music events attended around the world increased threefold. So I see similarly where technology hit the music industry and there was some disruption, the pie grew, right? And I think this right. is what we're going to see in wellness. I believe that when we wake up tomorrow, what we're going to be seeing, as I said earlier when we were chatting, optimal health centers. I don't think it's going to be medical fitness centers. I don't think the gym is, as we know it, will be there. It's going to be a collaborative team to promote optimal health. So you mentioned online shopping, Nordstrom and things like this. So you have the brick and mortar, and then you can go online. And then from once I've shopped online at Nordstrom's, I then go to Amazon and find it much less expensive, and I get it tomorrow shipped for free. I'm working on a number of apps as an advisor to different companies who want to be that Amazon. What do you see on the horizon? Fitness trainers who are high touch, who feel that, that they need to be there, well, how are they going to transform themselves to stay at least on top, if not ahead of the game? How are they going to become Amazon Prime in fitness and in health? It's a great question and a wonderful question. Uh, the first thing, there are a number of apps out there today. One of them I could mention is Trainerize, which is a platform that a trainer can use to interface with their clients, both in the physical present world that they're, they're coaching them in and also digitally. So I think, you know, as a rule, when you look at traditional one-on-one -on -one training, I think that there are going to be a plethora of models that enable brands and trainers to extend their reach and extend the number of lives that they're coaching, like the health coaching, uh, where, you know, instead of maybe training 20 or 30 clients, you can train at scale 200 clients. I think there are going to be a number of platforms, one of which I already mentioned that exists, and there's a number of others that are going to enable that. And then with technology, these platforms will also have a wellness component so that I'm looking at real-time data, you know, through Wi-Fi scales, through wearable devices. So what I'm able to deliver to clients is really a more outcome-based coaching type of model, touching more people than I could do before because of technology. And interestingly, if if you don't mind me going here, Amazon, I think last year, had the highest net promoter score behind USAA in the United States right, uh, right, from a, exactly. for a brand. And there's one thing that I get from people in talking about this, Michael, and I'm sure you do as well. Technology is not a turnkey answer. You need to use it appropriately. But when you realize that Amazon has a much higher promoter score than comparable or other industries, one has to realize that used appropriately, these types of technologies can lead to much happier uh, customers because it's about serving their needs when they need it. I mean, look, look, we're talking about Amazon while we're talking about fitness. So obviously they're doing something right. They are, they are. And I just think it's such an exciting time when you realize these brands that you're advising and others are, are coming to the realization of, 
how they can do things in a completely new way as the result of these tools. When you look at a device or a software platform like Uber right now and what it's doing in transportation, these types of innovations are going to come to the marketplace and wellness, and they're arriving now. So I think smart and savvy trainers and business people who are, who are avid fans of wellness and fitness are going to start figuring out more and more how to connect the dots around these technologies to deliver a customer experience that exceeds anything that could be done before. Do you think that the fitness trainer who says, no, that's, all that technology is not for me. I like my training my 8, 10, 12 clients a day, running my Group X programs. That's where I like to stay, has a chance. You know, I think there will always be a place for that. Um, I think, you know, just like there are drive-in movie theaters in the United States today still, I think there will be niches that, that survive. I think certain people will still want certain experiences. But I do think that the variety that is available in the way of choice uh, for consumers is going to be massive. So while you might be able to live in that world for a period of time and do fine in your niche, the question I think people need to start evaluating is, what is the potential of doing some of these other things? And I think some people will evaluate that and choose to broaden or change their approach, and others won't. I think some will be hurt by it, but I think others will be fine. It just depends on their marketplace and, and various uh, considerations that exist. But as I mentioned before, in the end, I think that this disruption, these new models are going to grow the pie overall for everyone. You uh, have been described by Philip Mills of Les Mills fame as a social media and IT whiz. I've done some writing for Les Mills. My wife, who's an ACE certified trainer, loves Les Mills. What are companies like this that are bringing powerful, impactful, financially successful programmings uh, to the bricks and mortar world? How are they staying ahead? And I'm not speaking specifically about Les Mills, but what can people who are in that space do to be a part of this revolution that you're describing? Well, a lot of different ways. And you've seen Les Mills do some of those things recently. One example being a virtual content. And so having virtual content, they've also gone to a at-home model, uh, providing, providing content at home uh, via their partnership with, with Beachbody. I think that content providers like Les Mills are going to enter the app business. They're going to you know, further their expertise and continual preparation of content at very high quality and address those different um, core um, areas of competence through new distribution channels and using new technologies to create new kind of experiences not just digitally, but also in the club. And, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of technology that is presently offered today come into bricks and mortar to create even more interesting experiences. Things like immersion, where screens are going to be the entire wall, even the ceiling potentially. All these different kind of new ways of creating experience in the, in the space. I think you're going to see these brands do a lot of very interesting things. So, you know, I think you further, if you're a content or a programming creator, I think, again, you're going to be going down different paths of distribution, creating new and interesting experiences in the clubs that weren't possible just a few years back. 
I walked, I was going to tell you, I walked into a gym that I work with called Fitwall. And uh, I walk in, and the first thing that happens is on the screen that you just described, it says, hi, Michael. You haven't been here in three days. Your F score, your aggregate fitness score, it was whatever it was, your heart rate and so forth. And it's re- I looked at the screen like, where did that come from? Absolute total connectivity. I finish working out. They immediately email my, my results to me. I mean, this is the revolution you're talking about. I cannot let you go without talking about the Fitness Technology Council. I'm enamored by it. I love it. I talk about it all the time. I'd like to become more involved with it. Tell us about Fitness Technology Council that you sit at the top of. Well, it's a consortium. It's a 5013C nonprofit that has participation across a number of different players in the space. The American Council on Exercise, Intel, you know, Star Trek, a bunch of brands. And the mission is to promote basically interoperability and other standards around the consumer. Presently, for example, wearable devices, even fitness equipment, there's lacking standards around things like caloric burn rate, uh, around how data can be exchanged between devices and systems so that we can create a more seamless experience for consumers across the board. So that's what we're trying to do is raise the awareness cycle of technology and the need for more collaboration amongst the various participants with respect to how we can leverage technology's application through these standards. It sounds like it's ultimately there to protect the consumer and the end user. Yeah, it's that. More, it's, you know, when you look at industries like technology where standards like Wi-Fi came about, if the players in the in the computer industry had not participated together in creating a global standard, the adoption of, of Wi-Fi would not have happened, and we wouldn't be able to pop in a coffee shop and know that our iPad is going to work uh, no matter what or, or whatever tablet is going to work because the industry got together and, and agreed. And it's going to cut costs for various players by having these interoperability standards because they're not going to have to go figure out proprietary solutions to every situation. I think that these kind of things are part and parcel of what happens when industries move into a new era of growth. Uh, You need to start thinking about these things to create that customer experience that you described with with your fitball experience that that can be extended through a ton of different brands and, and digital experiences. Well, if there's one person that represents collaboration and being able to pull people together to uh, get through this major radical change to help people realize their biggest potential, Brian O'Rourke, that is you, and I'm sure the O stands for outstanding. How can people get in touch with you on your website? Yes, sir. Uh, Brian K. O'Rourke, that's with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N-K-O'Rourke.com, or just Google me and I'm on all the major social networks, and you can connect with me in lots of different ways there. And your Twitter handle? It's Brian K. O'Rourke, with a Y. Great. Brian, we could talk all day long, and I know that uh, we will continue this, this dialogue. But for now, thank you very, very much for spending 15 minutes to wellness as part of the Ace Fitness broadcast. And uh, we hope to have you back again. I'm sure that we will be connecting again in the future. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed visiting, Michael. I'd like to thank all of you listeners who've joined us today. And as always, I encourage you all to subscribe to the podcast and continue your journey to health and fitness by visiting acefit.com 
where you'll find everything you need to live your most fit and healthy life. You can explore literally thousands of healthy recipes, health and fitness videos and articles, workout plans, health programs, and creative ways you can get yourself and your family moving, and really expert insight on a wide range of topics. So join me next time on 15 Minutes to Wellness, which you can find at acefit.com slash fitcasts. I'm Dr. Michael Mantell, thanking you for being with us on 15 Minutes to Wellness. Wellness.